0: Welcome to the Dynamite Marketing Explosion podcast, bringing quality advice to early stage marketers who want to build their email list of buyers every single week. Hi, Trevor McAfee here and welcome to this episode of my podcast. I'm really excited to have John Paduchak with us today. He's introduced me to a very cool world he's called handcasting. So hi, John, I want to thank you for being on my show today. And for those that may not know who you are, can you give us a little bit of a background and kind of how you started online?
1: Sure, I'd be glad to. First, let me say thanks, Trevor, for inviting me. You know, it's really great to be here. Um, Yeah, I can give you just kind of a quick background on how I got started. I started about uh, 2000. Um, My wife was starting her business in massage therapy and physical therapy. And we're looking for a way to develop leads for her business. So I kind of started originally in... Um, online marketing for the offline world, developing leads and everything for her business. And then as things went along, I branched into affiliate marketing and now video marketing with um, Hangouts and our product Hangcasting. So now I've gone all the way from starting out from kind of modest roots to being Hangout expert and Hangout coach.
0: Very cool. So the first question I want to ask you is kind of how do you really start making money online?
1: All right. Well, that's a good question. Um, I would say there's a there's a couple ways to, to really start making money online. Um, you know, obviously the first is just trying to find the best way to build your list that works best for you. And um, I would today, you know, re- really persuade people to get involved with video because I found video to be a great way to kind of separate out the wheat from the chaff and quickly get people to know, like, and trust you.
0: Right. Right. Very good. Very good. Um, so, what do you think are the right first steps to start building your list, uh, especially using video?
1: Now, that's, a, that's also a good question, and um, you know, it's interesting, when we first started out, you know, everybody said, you got to have your own website, you need to get an artist, there's like this list of things that you needed to have. Today, it really doesn't quite work that way. Um, yeah, you still need a good autoresponder, but gosh, we've got things available to us like um, lead pages. Uh, Facebook pages, you know, it's so easy to kind of find a page someplace that you can build off of that um, you don't even need to have your own website really to get started anymore. So um, I would say that things are a lot simpler today than they were when you and I first started.
0: And I would agree. I would agree. So what would be the right task? If I wanted to start building my list right now, what do you think would be the right task to start with?
1: great task to get started with is to find something of value that you can put in front of people to build your list. Create some kind of a, you know, people use the, the word tripwire. I hate that. Kind of reminds me of something that we would see in Vietnam, you know, <laughs> uh, or, or in some kind of, um, you know, movie in, uh, you know, somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Some kind of an army movie. Um, I, you know, I like the word welcome mat. Develop something that there's a need for, that people will like, that you can use and kind of roll out the welcome mat and um, have people opt in to pick that up from you. That, to me, is the best way to build a list. And with video, it just makes it a little bit easier because it gives you a way to talk about that um, welcome mat that you're rolling out. And, um, you know, give them a chance to to pick that up and tell them where to get it from. I find video, too, is a great way to create that product because, you know, I'm one of these guys that doesn't really like to write a lot, um, done a lot of seminars, a lot of speaking. So for me, it's easier to create a video than it is to write a product up. And I think videos people like to consume
0: yeah, I, I think videos are, are a lot more personable. You can kind of get a connection with the person you're talking to or seeing. Um, I, I like doing a lot of video too. You kind of introduced me to that world, and we'll talk a little bit about hand casting and how we got involved in that. But, uh, yeah, sure. So, when we're looking at building the list of tasks, like how do you determine what your priorities are? Which tasks to do first? You know, a lot of people talk about time management, prioritization, and um, a lot of people struggle with that. So, do you have any tips or suggestions on that?
1: I do, and I told you at the beginning of this interview I'm going to make these things really, really easy. What I really try to analyze whenever I look at, the, the, and, at prioritizing the tasks, I really try to look at, okay, what's my quickest path to money? And that's how I prioritize everything because I find a lot of people prioritize it as different tasks, but they don't really look at their quickest path to um, what's going to lead to getting money in the bank account. Or their PayPal account, as the case may be.
0: Yeah, you kind of got to do the money task first, right? Yeah. So, so I, I mean, that's
1: that, how I line it up and and iron out what's the most important thing to concentrate on at any given time.
0: So that kind of leads exactly right into my next question. So how right. do you determine what sh- what you should be doing rather than someone else should be doing?
1: Also, an excellent question. You know, I went to a uh, a seminar once that um, Brian Tracy did because I was in sales prior to prior to this. And, um Brian Tracy said something that really stood out with me, and what he said is he said that um, I concentrate on tasks that um, would be greater than twenty five dollars an hour, like anything under twenty five dollars an hour I can hire out to somebody pretty handily, and that was his rule of thumb, and I liked that i kind of I kind of looked at that, and obviously, depending on your situation. You might say, well, 25 bucks an hour, I mean, I'm going to raise that to 100 bucks an hour. But start out with 25 you know. And if it's something that you can sub out and have somebody do for $10 an hour or $14 an hour, then do it. And you do the stuff that's $25 an hour and greater.
0: Yeah, That's it, my rule of thumb. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, right? Like if you can get yeah. it done cheaper, obviously get it done. You know, the quicker you get some of those menial tasks done that that – you know, anybody that can do, there's certain things that only you can do um, to drive your business and make it better.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say, you, you, the other thing with that, too, is there's a lot of stuff that I hire out and have done, you know, like on Fiverr. I had my intros and outros for my podcasts and shows done there. That's just not something that I'm good at, but it was very inexpensive to have done, you know, on Fiverr. And you can find a lot of good folks um, right there that can do just about anything. In fact, I know uh, lots of people, they sub out. Huge chunks of their business there.
0: Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff on Fiverr, some graphics and and things like that for sure, because I'm not a graphic designer by any means. No, uh,
1: me neither. Not my forte. Yeah. So that's another thing. You know, if it's something that um, is not your thing to do, then give it to somebody whose it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a, a course that I went through one time, and you kind of have two circles. Uh, And you kind of put the things that you're good at, the things that you're not so good at, and kind of the the stuff in the middle is kind of anyone that can do. So um, I think it's, you you really need to sit down and look at what, what you're good at, what you want to do, what you can't do. Um, And and sometimes you just got to get, you got to trust somebody somewhere to be able to do it for you as well.
1: And sometimes you got to work in things that, you know, you might have to do. So you really should know how to do if you had to.
0: Yeah, I agree. So. I mean everyone should know a little bit of HTML, if you're, if you're online doing something, you should know a little bit of HTML to get you by, uh, a little bit of coding here and there to you know, fix yeah. some... things. a little, little bit things.
1: of WordPress if you have to fix your site, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Great. So, what kind of tools do you think um, you really need to start making money online? So, if we're talking about building the list, what kind of tools are involved that people really need to look at?
1: Well, you know, I think it kind of depends on the, the person. Um, even though I've got an engineering background, I tend to be a little less technically inclined. So I try to utilize tools like lead pages and things like that that save me money. Um, and they're easy to set up. So I don't have to hire somebody out out to, you know, do anything, uh, crazy, you know, for me and put things together. Um, so, I mean, I think it depends a little bit on... Your wherewithal and how you know technically astute you are and that, but you know the basic tools obviously autoresponder. Um, at some point, you're going to have to learn WordPress because you know everything is kind of based around that these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there's some basic things that you, that you have to know, and if you can find tools that will that will save you time, um, those are the things that you should gravitate towards, and usually those things. Uh, you know, are the result of skills that you may not necessarily be good at.
0: Yep. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things, lots of tools out there. You know, you got to have your web hosting and stuff like that. But I think the autoresponder especially, I think, is the biggest one. You know, you hear everyone talk about the list and I think that it's true. I mean, any of the marketing that I've done, a lot of affiliate marketing, like it comes around being able to mail my list. You know, I house it where I house it. I mean, there's there's all right. kinds of companies and different ways to do that. But it is a very key tool um, that you, you know you want to start with. A lot of people start out by trying to you know push traffic to offers here and there, but you know you're you're really not doing yourself any favors by not starting starting out first to build a list. In my no. opinion,
1: yeah, it's exactly true, or at least part and parcel to in parallel to what you're doing. Um, you need to get the list built, and you need to be moving people to it and communicating with them. You know where they are. Wherever that might be. So,
0: yeah, no, I agree. So, <laughs> let's say we've got our uh, list funnel put all together. We got our squeeze pages, our offers, and all that kind of stuff. So, let's talk a little bit about traffic. So, sure. how important is traffic to our business online? It's, tre-
1: it's tremendously important. I mean, pretty much everything we do centers around traffic, but we've got to have something good to send them to before we concentrate on the traffic because it's only as good as what we pushed the traffic to.
0: Okay. So we want to make sure that we're getting floods and floods of traffic. So how does a person determine the best source of traffic for their, their website or their niche that they're in?
1: Well, that's interesting. Um, I think a lot of traffic depends on where your audience lies. So for instance, for me it was a natural move to go to working in video working with YouTube, et cetera, because that's where my audience lies. Um, but then from that standpoint, You know, we started to look into Instagram and Facebook advertising and LinkedIn because a lot of the traffic stuff really centers around where your audience is. So you have to do your marketing, do your branding, and figure out okay, this is me, this is how I'm separating myself from other people in my niche. And, um, you know, these are traffic sources I should take a look at because they just make the most sense for my business. Like uh, for me, solo ads don't make much sense, but they're a great source of traffic for lots of people. Um, I, I'm looking more towards JV partners, perhaps doing solos with uh, somebody in the niche I'm in, but it's maybe a little more difficult than it is in the you know in the internet marketing niche where it's you know easy to go find solo ad providers. So you can see there's tons of different sources of traffic, but. Just you have to kinda of analyze your market and where you are and then kinda of go from there.
0: Right, right. So a lot of people that come into, you know, the make money online market, internet market, you know, they tend to come in on a budget. So, you know, we talk a little bit about traffic, you always hear, you know, free yep. versus paid, all that kind of stuff. So are there truly, really free traffic sources out there?
1: You know, I'm so glad you asked this question because it really is a great one. Um, yes, there are great sources of free traffic, um, you know, your, your own blog. If you can write, if you can do video and you can combine that on your blog, um, it's a great source of traffic, you know, following trends and um, I'm constantly amazed at the number of folks that I get over after, you know, putting out a good article or putting out a good video and posting it on my blog. Um, Google Hangouts, oh my gosh, what a tremendous source of free traffic. In fact, I'd have to say that um, in this particular area, I didn't really start making money until I started working with Hangouts because it was just it did two things for me. It was a tremendous source of traffic because you know Google gives lots of priority to their own properties, YouTube and um, Google Plus, etc. So um, that stuff just goes right. It's just sucked into the search engine in seconds in many cases. I'm um, ranked, you know. Um, so yeah, there are great sources of free traffic, but there's also super sources of low cost traffic. You know, we can run Facebook campaigns and LinkedIn campaigns and on $5 a day budgets to get started. I think most people could afford $5 a day for paid traffic. Mm -hmm. So there's great ways to go in both directions and, you know, you really should find some kind of happy medium of both that works good for you.
0: Yeah, I think Facebook traffic is—it's very targeted. There's a lot of ways to get yeah. more targeted than we ever did before.
1: Demographics are amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I do want to talk a little bit about because you—you know—your background or what you focus on right now is—is is a lot of Hangouts. Yeah. Um, we're talking about traffic sources right now, um, and that's really a free traffic source for the most part. You know, doing the Google Hangouts, YouTube. So maybe you can kind of expand a little bit on how you know the listeners can kind of really key into that and how they can really be effective with that strategy.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe what I should do is talk a little bit about how I came on the strategy because, um, I think, I mean, Hangouts is a powerful source of traffic, but, you know, I also work with podcasting and I think iTunes is a, is an unbelievable source of traffic. Um, mostly because people want things to listen to on their 30 minute drive to work. Um, when I started working in Hangouts, one of, uh, one of the guys that was in one of our telesummits with us mentioned to me, um, and this took me by surprise. A very well known marketer, very, very respected, and uh, he does super well. Um, he goes, you know, I really love what you guys are doing with Google Hangouts. But he said the one reason I went to podcasting is that it, is that you know people want something to listen to on their drive to work, uh, and it's usually thirty minutes long. Um, in most cases, on the average. And he said he got eighty percent of his traffic from podcasting. Now that got my attention, Trevor, as you can probably imagine. And, yeah. Um, and hence said, why
0: I'm in the podcasting realm right now.
1: And hence why I'm in it too. And you know, the reason being there is hangouts and podcasting go great together because you know, a podcast is just the uh, the audio pulled out of the video. Mm-hmm. So I can actually do a hangout, hangout show webinar, uh, interview series via hangouts and have the video and the audio and just repurpose it. How cool is that?
0: Yeah. And when we're talking about traffic, like, as you were saying, you know, Google really likes their own property. So you go and do a hangout, you know, you, you get the traffic from that, you pull the audio out from it, put it on iTunes and, and Stitcher and whatnot and you get the traffic from that too. And you all point it back to, you know, your, your own site, your own list, and you're starting to build right there. So I think that's a great strategy.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, one of our students who uh, worked with us, and uh, just, just for an example, you know, she went from um, 2,000 downloads her first month on iTunes. She, she had a YouTube um, channel that she actually went to a studio to produce, but it did much better once she left the studio. So she actually had a studio and a producer. She had to go into um, the studio and, and do her videos once a week. Uh, She now does those from home. She started out with 2,000 downloads on iTunes, and after five months, she's up uh, over 10,000. Wow. So she's already in, like, the top, what, 5% of uh, podcasts in, like, five months, download-wise. Wow,
0: that's great.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, I mean, it's easy enough to get good traffic on iTunes, and, um, you know, those are all people downloading your podcast, that you can lead into, you know, free or paid membership. There's so many things that you can do.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's great. I, you mm. know, when we talked a little bit about this, you kind of got me onto the hangout, hangout side and uh, I, I really enjoy those. I tend to be a little bit longer on those, but I think, um, you know, what you kind of branded as hand casting with hangouts and podcasts, I think it's, you know, and what, some of the traffic that you were getting from that that you were telling me would kind of pique my interest, and that's why I wanted to kind of get you on here so people could understand mm. that there's different ways to repurpose and tie them together, which I never thought of putting those two together before to combine and get the traffic that you're getting.
1: Well, you know, and it gets interesting. We were talking about this too, but um, let's let's go a step further. And a couple of other things we're adding to hangcasting. We, we take those hangouts and we create transcripts. They're Kindle books, so there's Amazon you're working with. Um, we take the, the photos because, you know, it's fun to take photos inside of your Hangouts. We put, <laughs> yeah. the, we put those on Instagram. Instagram now is um, beating Twitter out as a, um, uh, you know, for images. So what a great source of traffic there. Right. So you would ask me early on, you know, what are some of the other things that I'm using? And I'm really using whatever I can, social media-wise, Google+, where, you know, there's no edge rank. Everything gets seen. Um, Facebook video is becoming very powerful. So you can kind of see that if you combine social media with Kindle, with iTunes, and all these other pieces, holy cow, this is a traffic machine. And, um, you know, that's that's why we started handcasting. We realized what a traffic machine it could be.
0: Yeah, that, it, it's great. And, and your partner, Ted, which I would like to get mm. on here as well. Sure. Um, I, you guys have done a great job. And, and, you know, when I pick your brains, I get lots of great ideas. Uh, I think there's some really cool ones. I just wrote down the the hangout pics from the Instagram. So I've got some ideas there too uh, to kind of put all that together. But I think that's great. And, um, you know, you've got a great product that you've got there too. Um, so let's kind of wrap it up. I know you got sure. lots of things going on. So I'm going to ask you, you know, a loaded question here. So okay. if you had to start all over again, what would you suggest to someone just starting out?
1: That is a very good question. You know I- Hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. Um, if I could start out over again, I would start right where I am now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit beforehand. but And that's just because, you know, I, I love video. Um, you know, one thing, one thing I'll share with you in uh, areas I've dealt with video a lot prior to working in, in Hangouts. Um, and I met my wife, actually, through a video dating service. So I realized that, you know, man, video can be a great asset or it can be a deal-breaker in so many ways. Um, but it's a big it's a big uh, weeder-outer. You know, a lot of us would love to have perfect clients. Mm-hmm. And I look at video as that way to really get more people who are attracted to you for what you are. Um, so I see it really as a way to be able to gain more perfect clients versus you know just having clients as you go along you'll get more of the better ones higher quality and who wouldn't what business wouldn't want more perfect clients
0: no for sure
1: yeah so i'd probably start exactly where i am now and video i think is super powerful and um you know love the fact that you can integrate it in so easily with a lot of aspects of social media um you know viral traffic is huge and um a lot of those places are easy to advertise. You know, we mentioned Facebook ads and uh, LinkedIn advertising, and um, all of those things do super well. So I just kind of concentrate in here and, and look at ways that I could, um, you know, build my list from those platforms and pick up subscribers the easiest way possible.
0: Perfect. So in a nutshell, I guess, is what we're looking at is we want to, you know, build our list. There's some great free sources out there yeah um you know utilizing video is key. Um, I think the one thing I would say against video is don't be afraid to put yourself out there. don't be afraid to get on screen. Um, you yeah, know, just put yourself out there. just get out there and do it.
1: And it's interesting because somebody said to me the other day they said, oh, you know, but my but me, I got the face for radio, you know, I don't want to have my face out on video. but I would say that you know what you really should, even though you think you don't want to. Um, you're going to endear yourself to people like you. And who wouldn't want to have more clients and customers like yourself, right? We we like people like us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You they know, the commonality.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the you're always going to get, no matter what you do, whether it's an email, uh, podcast, video, you're always going to get people that are, we'll call them haters, I guess, that, that you know, they're yeah. never positive. You see that with everything. They always put down yeah. everything. But, you know, that's that's far and few between really the most people are out there a lot of people will look at people on video and say i wish i could do that and you kind of get a little bit more authority i guess um by putting yeah. yourself out there i think
1: you um, know yeah and i was gonna say the other thing i would say is um you know a lot of us look at video and they go oh well i can't be daryl eves or marie forleo or whoever we're looking at uh you know what you don't have to be i mean we saw we watch people. Um, just watch our videos, change whole marketing campaigns because of us. And you know what? I still don't think we're we're that great, but we're real, we're authentic, and people like us. And in the end, isn't that what matters?
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's what people relate to, right? They, that's they, what they relate they, they, to. They get to know you. There's a personal connection. I mean, there there are some really good copywriters out there that can can do that through words. Yeah. But for most people, it's very tough. And you know, by yeah, seeing a tough. face, you can put a face to a name. And you get to start to trust somebody that way,
1: yeah, in fact, I, I, we get that a lot with our videos when people see us doing webinars or whatever they'll say, "Man, you guys are like so authentic it's it's just it's very refreshing
0: <laughs> well here's the thing with my you background know, so that's good yeah, with my background, like I mean I've got a security investigative background, yeah. you know, I do what they call interrogations and stuff like that, so reading people is key yeah. you know by seeing them in video, and you don't have to be an expert yeah. in that to understand what people if they're truly Broadcasting what they believe, or yeah. if they're trying to pull one over your eyes, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, you get you get a lot of um, good feedback from video. You,
1: you know, can really and I like trust it. I like that you said that because, interestingly enough, Ted says that quite frequently. He'll say, you know, there's an awful lot of people that maybe aren't all that honest that won't show their face on video mm-hmm. because of that because they can be they can be read and they're worried about being read um and uh yeah i mean so in in another sense i mean if you're looking to looking at products from different marketers you might want to look more at the ones that are out on video because you can read them and you can decipher their honesty and their intentions of their product etc
0: yeah no i i fully agree so Mm. um you know what i i think We've got some great information there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up. I know you got awesome. lots of things to go on, and, and you have given me more than enough time. So I want to thank you for all the time that you've given us today. You're welcome. Your great tips. Uh, there's, like I said, I got some good stuff out of that. So, um, you know, for everyone that's listening, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks. You've been listening to the Dynamite Marketing, Marketing Explosion Podcast. For more info, check out listbuildingwithtraver.